16, verse number 5. The Bible says, And the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and said unto her, Entice him, and see wherein his great strength lieth, for by, and by what means we may prevail against him, that we may bind him to afflict him, and we will give every one of us 1,100 pieces of silver. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for all the messages that we heard. Thank you for these young men uh, standing up and preaching forth your word with power, Lord. Thank you for that, for what we've heard. God, help us to live um, out what we heard today. And God, I pray you bless this message right now, God. Please help it to be a blessing to these guys. Um, strengthen them, Lord. They're in a battle. They're trying to live for you. They're trying to stay pure. They're trying to keep a clean mind, Lord. And it's a battle. It's a fight. And God, we all struggle at times. But God, you have the help that we need. You have everything that we need to keep on going and to gain strength in this in this fight that we're in, Lord. Please give me the right words and thoughts and spirit. Pray you would be lifted up. Pray you would be pleased, Lord. Help us to hear your voice, God. That's what I want. That's what I desperately want these guys to get from this, that you would speak to them individually. And God, that you change their lives, change all of our lives as a result of it. Thank you, Lord. We love you for all that you do for us and especially for dying on the cross. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you guys for standing. All right, guys. So we're in the midst of a message called What the Devil Doesn't Tell You. Um, we dealt first with Adam, Genesis 3, and you call Adam to the witness stand and say, Adam, the devil talked to you about following your wife into sin. He talked to you about the pleasure. He talked to you about the excitement. He talked to you about the thrill. He talked to you about the companionship. He talked to you about all these type of things. But, but Adam, what did the devil leave out? What did he not tell you? Adam would say devastation. <laughs> devil didn't mention anything, Aiden, about where it would lead to, that it would lead to devastation. All right, guys, so help me out here. Um, was Adam deceived by the devil? Was he tricked? Was he conned? Was he totally in the dark about it? No, he was not, right? So why did he sin in Genesis 3? Why? He wanted the woman. Yeah, he said, I know what God told me, right? I clearly understand, but forget that. I want her. And he went... Um, Full on, head on into that because of her. He followed a woman into sin. All right. Who should have been the authority in that scenario, in that setup in the garden? Adam should have been, right? The devil comes tempting Eve. And the Bible says after she ate, she gave to her husband with her. That one word with, Ethan, is like jumps out to me. Mm -hmm. He was there? What's going on here? Guys, he should have been the leader and he stayed quiet. He should have stepped up and he laid back. Hey, guys. Where in your life do you need to step up? Okay, where in your life do you need to maybe say something to some friends? Maybe in a certain situation, you're not going to go along with it, and you need to be a leader. Hey guys, I understand that can be nerve-wracking, that can be scary, but man, Adam stayed silent when he should have stepped up. Um, he felt, he and his wife felt alienation. Why? Why did they feel alienation? Why did they feel distance, separation from God? Why? Because they sinned. Did God change on them? Did God move on them? Did God, did they wake up one day and God totally changed everything up on them and, and pulled a, a swap on them? No. They moved away. Guys, if we're not close to the Lord today, you know who moved? We did. Yeah. It's on us. It's on us. Like he preached. Listen, we made that choice. Now, what do we do in those cases? You need to repent. Mm -hmm. repent. Repent means you turn your back on your sin. You turn around. You get away from that junk and you start pursuing God again. Draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. All right, and then the far-reaching effects of that devastation. Guys, every time we experience pain, suffering in this world, we can say, thank you, Adam, right? <laughs> every time somebody gets sick, thank you, Adam. Every time somebody dies, thanks, Adam, because it all leads back to that, all right? And this devastation 
in our lives can blow up a family, it can blow up futures, it can blow up potential. It's never worth it. What the devil doesn't tell you. Guys, why am I doing this message? Why are we following this path? Because the devil comes at every single one of us with lust. Yeah. All right? He shoots it at us constantly. And it's powerful. He's got some force. He's got some thrust behind it. He's coming at all of us all the time. Guys, what I'm trying to hammer into all of our brains, myself included, is Jaden, it didn't work out for them. It ain't going to work out for us. Guys, I don't know about you. Aiden, if I hear about, you know, some new restaurant and then one of my friends goes there and then I say, how was it? Dude, I got horribly sick that night. Okay. Talk to somebody else. Same thing happens. Talk to somebody else. Same thing happens. I'm not a rocket scientist, but I'm not going there. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to do that. It didn't work out well for them. Why would it for me? Yeah. Well, I'm going to order the same thing. I'm smarter. No, you're not. You're dumber. Right? Like, come on, wake up. Right? Why would you do that? Guys, in the same way, Adam followed a woman into sin. How did it turn out? How did it turn out? I mean, is he a satisfied customer, right? Is he a satisfied customer for the devil? Yes, I would just like to say Satan led me into a life of peace and joy and fulfillment. You know, he's one of those, you know, those commercials where the people have the fake smiles, you know, at the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning they're all miserable before they get whatever product and they're just looking like this and then they get it. You're like, stop, you know, just stop doing that. That's so freaky. Like, stop. Is that how Adam was? Was he skipping out of the garden? Oh, this is wonderful. I love this. My eyes have been opened to the meaning of real life. No. Devastation, right? Yeah. Huh. Well, I guess that's something the devil didn't tell him. Guys, we need to know this. We need to know this because the devil's coming at you with lust this week. You need to know the lesson there. All right. Now we're into Samson, Judges 16. The lesson that we learn from Samson following his lust and giving into it is defeat. It leads to defeat. The devil didn't tell him that. Again, he puts the pleasure out there. He puts the lust out there. He puts the seduction out there. He puts how, how appealing she looks. He didn't say that it would lead to defeat. Guys, the Philistines hated Samson. They wanted to kill him. They tried to on multiple occasions. They sent forces after him. They sent, they sent people to, to uh, uh, try to arrest him at night and come at him and do all these different things. It didn't work. He would always overcome them. He would always battle his way out of it. He would always fight his way through it. But, guys, he wasn't prepared for a pretty woman coming his way. We said last week what thousands of soldiers, armed soldiers, could not do to Samson, one lady did to him. She defeated him. She took him down. She ruined his life and took God's blessing off of his life because of his own choice. But... She was more effective than all those soldiers. Guys, he was wonderfully used by God at times earlier in his life. But then, I won't read it, but back in chapter 14, his parents warned him. They saw, guys, he had a wandering eye. They saw that he was struggling in this area. By the way, if somebody in this church starts to correct you and start to say, hey, Ethan, be careful of this. Anthony, be careful of this. Jaden, watch out for this. Don't, don't buck up on them. Do not do that. They've, they've seen some more things than you have, and they're trying to help you. They're saying, be careful of that. Because you know why? We've seen other guys fall to that exact thing. And we're trying to warn you. You know what Samson did? He pushed it away. His parents saying, don't go after that girl. That's not the right type of woman. Isn't there someone of the Jews? Isn't there, isn't there someone of our people that you could go after? He didn't listen to one word of it. He let the warnings go in one ear and out the other. I wonder if anybody in here today will let the warning go in one ear and out the other. I hope not. 
And guys, this verse that we read, 16, chapter 16, verse 5, you know what it's saying? Delilah was working for the enemy. These guys that hated Samson came up to her and said, hey, entice him for us. Find out the secret of his great strength so that we can prevail against him. We want to bind him, to afflict him, to torment him. And they said, if you do, each one of us, these, these uh, rulers over the Philistines, I think it was five of them, they said, each one of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. You know what she thought in her mind? Cha-ching, cha-ching. And she could care less about Samson. She was working for the enemy. Guys, the devil's going to send some young ladies your way to take you down. Hey, guys, don't be living in pride. Don't be living in lust. Don't think you're all that in a bag of chips. Don't, don't, don't be stupid with that, okay? Guys, the devil can destroy you through that. Listen, some of you guys say, yeah, I wouldn't fall to this. I wouldn't fall to, you know, people talking bad against me, and I wouldn't fall to this, and, man, I'm tough. And I'm, yeah, none of us are so tough when it comes to a pretty girl. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. And Samson fell to that, and this lady was working for the enemy. Guys, Proverbs says the adulteress, the wicked woman, will hunt for the precious life. You're pure? Watch out. You got a calling on your life from God? Watch out. You got a potential for great things of God in your life? Watch out. The adulterers will hunt for the precious life to take you off track. What was not effective through the front door approach against Samson, the back door approach proved very successful. God help us. Man, that's tough. And guys, we're in chapter 16. Look at verse, verse 16. It came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him that his soul was vexed, vexed unto death. That he told her all his heart and said unto her, there hath not come a razor upon mine head. And it continues on. Guys, she wore down his defenses. She wore down his uniqueness. Samson was like no one else. But guys, you know what happened? It says she pressed on him daily. She kept asking. Anthony, she kept coming. She kept talking to him. The verse prior, she talked about, Samson, you don't love me. If you don't tell me the truth, if you don't uh, open up your heart to me and tell me what's really, really going on. Guys, and you know what? That began to eat away at Samson. Dude, he's thinking, please, just give me some, some rest. Just give me some peace. Just give me some relief away from this. Just, just quiet. He couldn't get away from it. Guys, it just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. Guys, what is the point of that? If you keep putting yourself, listen, if you keep putting yourself in the wrong position, Hey guys, the first couple times you might be strong enough to say no to it. Mm -hmm. If you keep putting yourself in that position, it's going to wear you down. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, is there some girl that you talk to that you know you probably shouldn't, but you keep doing it? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's going to wear you down. It's going to lead you astray. It's going to get you into stuff that you have no business being into. The wearing down of his uniqueness. And guys, who got the praise for Samson's defeat? Who got lifted up because of Samson uh, making dumb choices? Who did? You remember? The false god. The false god of the Philistines. Check out verse 23. They're having a party, guys. You know why they're having a party? Because of Samson being stupid. That's why. That's exactly why. Verse number 23. Then the lords of the Philistines gathered them together for to offer a great sacrifice unto Dagon, their God, and to rejoice. And they said, notice what they're saying. This is what they're shouting out, the whole group of them. Our God hath delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hand. 
When the people saw him, they praised their God and they said, our God hath delivered into our hands our enemy, the destroyer of our country, which slew many of us. Guys, they're rejoicing. And you know who they're praising? A false God. This God is nothing. This God has no power. This God is a joke. But because of Samson's bad choices, dumb choices, guys, you know who got lifted up? Something that was worthless. And guys, the devil is nothing in comparison to our God. He has no power in comparison to him. He's going he's gonna to be burning in hell forever. That's who the devil is. But you know what? By our dumb choices, guys, we can give him praise and we can honor him and we can lift him up by our bad choices. I don't know about you, Aiden. I don't want to... I don't want to give the devil any praise for my life. I know I don't live perfectly, man. I mess up a lot, but I don't want to give him praise. I don't want to lift him up. George, I don't want my life to be the cause for people saying, for people saying, yeah, that Christian life, there's nothing to it. God must have no power because you saw how Brother Tom messed up. I don't want to ever have that happen, guys. I hope you have something just burning in your heart. You say, I never want to have that happen in my life. Guys, there should be, there should, you should be gritting your teeth and say, I never want to have that happen in my life. Hey, guys, somebody's watching you, and they're judging Christianity off of your testimony. Let's not, let's not let God down. God will give us the power that we need. But, man, this action of Samson gave praise to the worthless one, which was their false god. This god had no power, but because of Samson's dumb choices. What was the cause of them praising their god? Samson's dumb choices. Him following his lust. Man. Hey, guys. Time out. Let's, let's park here for a second. Would you want someone not to get saved because of you messing up? And say, you know, even I was thinking about it. But when I saw that, that Christian that used to preach, used to go to a church, used to give me those tracks all the time. When I saw them fall. When I, when I saw them cheat on their wife. When I saw them mess around as a teenager with a woman. Dude, there ain't nothing to it. It's that serious, guys. It is that dead serious. I'm not playing. Will there be some Christian in the room that you look up to someone else and if they fall, you say, it must not be worth it to serve God because, I mean, look at him. He, he fell. He messed up. Hey, guys, I know, Tim, we know ultimately we should look to the Lord because we know Jesus will never let you down, right? People will, but Jesus won't. But guys, people do look to human leadership. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Hey, guys, if someone's following you, are you going to let them down? You say, Brother Tom, that's a lot of pressure. Hey, we're nothing in and of ourselves. You just go to the Lord and get the power that you need. And you live before him. And if God has people look up to you, then so be it. But I'm telling you, man, if you fall and you make terrible decisions, that affects other people. And that gives praise to the devil. You know what? Samson was held up like a trophy of this false god. And I don't want to be a trophy for the devil. I want him to lift me up and say, look. Serving God is nothing. God is God has no power. Look at this person's life. I don't, dude. I do not want to be there, guys. I could stop right there and preach all day because that burns in my heart. I don't want that to happen, and you shouldn't want that to happen in your life. You shouldn't want that to happen in your life. Hey, time out. You ever have? I know you guys just got finished your season, and I've talked with some of you about it. But guys, do you ever have? Maybe maybe you are losing big, but then you're playing you're pr playing for pride at that point. You don't want to look like a joke out on the court. Or you don't want to look like a joke out on the field. You ever feel that? I've had times, you guys have heard me talk about this, where on a baseball team we would lose. And on the way home I see guys in the van. I was like, you know, I was, I was going hard, man. I was intense. 
But on the way home, I see guys laughing and joking. Yeah. And I'm calling them out. Like, dude, why are you laughing and joking? We look like a joke out on the field. You know, I'm like serious about it. Because it, I didn't want our team to be a joke. I didn't want to go out there and waste our time. We're, we, we care about this. We're invested in this. Guys, sports is nothing in comparison to the Christian life. Yeah. Do you ever have that? And I'm not saying to honor us or lift us up because we are garbage. But our God is everything. Do you have that burning inside? You say, man, I don't want to fall. I don't want to disgrace. You, you shouldn't want to disgrace your family. Hello? You shouldn't want to disgrace your own life. It shouldn't be when they think of Ethan, they think, oh, yeah, well, he fell. Anthony, well, yeah, you remember what he did. Let it not be the case. But ultimately, let it not be that they... That Jesus' name is disgraced because of you. God help us, man. She was working for the enemy. She wore down his uniqueness and then the worthless was uplifted. They held up this worthless false God and say, our God has so much power that he beat our enemy. When really, Samson beat himself by his own stupid choices. And the wasting of his ultimate purpose. He should have delivered Israel from the Philistines. And we know he killed a lot of them, but... I feel like in total, he failed in his ultimate purpose. You have an ultimate purpose for your life. Let's ask God to help us fulfill that. We're just going to barely, barely open into this, but that's all good. So you're in Judges. Go a couple more books to the right to 2 Samuel. This is uh, well-worn territory for some of us, but for some of us, it may be new. 2 Samuel chapter 11, all right? So what the devil doesn't tell you. The devil doesn't tell you guys that fornication leads to devastation. He doesn't tell you that. He doesn't tell you that. He doesn't tell you that falling into sin immorally will lead to defeat. He doesn't tell you that. He doesn't tell you that. Point number three, guys, and we're getting into the life of David in 2 Samuel chapter 11. What the devil doesn't tell you, he doesn't tell you, number three, guys, that it leads to depression. He doesn't tell you that. I mean, that's the opposite of what he tells us, Aiden. He tells us it'll lead to happiness. He tells us it'll lead to joy. He tells us it'll be the greatest experience of your life. It'll be like nothing you've ever gone through before. He doesn't tell you that it leads to depression. Huh. Wow. All right, we're in 2 Samuel chapter 11. I'll just barely, barely step into this and we'll get out of here in a minute. But guys, I hope this will be a blessing to you. Hey, guys. Every message you hear, ask God to at least give you something that you can work on when you when you leave out of here today. All right. Well, the devil doesn't tell you he doesn't tell you it leads to depression. All right. In David's life, verse number one of Second Samuel eleven it says it came to pass after the year was expired at the t time when kings go forth to battle that David sent Joab his servants with him all Israel they destroyed the children of Ammon besieged Reba. But David tarried still at Jerusalem. What do we learn about David? First of all, he had an unwise situating. What I mean by that, guys, he was out of place. He was out of place. He was where he should not have been. Guys, you say, what's the problem? This verse clearly says it was the time of the year when kings should go forth to battle. Okay? They should be out of the palace, out of the city. They should be on, it, on the attack. They should be out on the, on the front lines. David was not out on the front lines. He sent his, his, his general and the soldiers. He said, go get them, boys. I'm behind you all the way. Yeah, whatever. And then he did his own thing. He was out of place. He was not where he should have been. There was an unwise situating. He was out of place and he shouldn't have been there. You say, what does that have to do with me? Guys, in your life, 
a good way to keep yourself out of trouble is don't uh, don't when you're supposed to be in a certain place, be there. Yeah, be there. And when you feel like, you know, I, I don't think I should be here right now. Get out of there. Get out of there. You say, what in the world are you talking about? Guys, when it's church time, be in church. Okay? Guys, when it's time to be in school, be in school. When it's time for you to do homework, do it. Uh, really? Yes, really. All right? And how about this one? When it's time to go to bed, go to bed. Go to bed. That does, it's not time for you to go serve whatever is on TV. Can I tell you, a lot of guys mess up when their parents go to bed and they just... They're just going through the channels to see what... Guys, can I tell you, there's a bunch of filth that you're going to see going through the channels. The devil, when you're just wandering through life, meandering, no plan, no purpose, just whatever, I just, I'm just bored. Guys, that's an opportunity for the devil to show up and to come at you when you don't expect it. That happens all the time. Hey, how about this one? You, quote unquote, go to bed, but you're on this thing for hours on end. Careful, 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 careful. Probably shouldn't have it with you in the first place. If you do, it should be, it, the screen should be black and it should be on your nightstand and you should be trying to sleep. You say, Brother Tom, this really, this is so simple. Yeah, you know where a lot of guys mess themselves up when they should be doing something else? They're out of place. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's not, it's not time for you 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning to be, to be messing around on your cell phone and let me check out this website. Let me look at this video. Let me listen to this song. Trouble, 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 trouble. Warning. Hello? Guys, we're out of place. We're, we're playing with things that we don't belong. Guys, when it's, when it's that time of the night, you should be sleeping. You should be sleeping. You know why? Because you need to get up the next day and do stuff. You say, I don't have anything to do. Well, find something to do. <laughs> find something to do. You say, really? Is that biblical? You know, Ecclesiastes, I think it's 9 10. It says, and I just lost it. It says, uh, whoso findeth a good work, do it with all your might, something along those lines. You know what it's saying, first of all? Find something to do. Find something productive to do. Guys, you can pray for people. There's one thing. You can read your Bible. You can give out tracts. You can go to your neighborhood and and put them on the doors. If you live in an apartment, the little mailbox things, put them right there. Guys, that's something. Get involved in something positive. Listen. I'm not against you playing video games or watching TV sometimes or doing all those things. But guys, if you're on those things 6, 8, 10, 12 hours a day, get a life. Say, Brother Tom, I don't like that because I don't have one. All right, go get one. Go get a life. Listen, find something to do. I'm not trying to beat you down. I'm not. I love you guys. But find something productive to do. All right? If you make it 72 levels on your video game today, great for you, but you really didn't accomplish much today. You say, I could beat you, Brother Tom. You probably could. But you know what? That video game is not really counting in life too much. Yeah. You know? But guys, if you get out there and do something, you can pray for people. You can pray for missionaries. You can pray for our pastor. You can pray for the ministries here. That's That counts for all eternity. You can give out tracts. You can invite your friends. Let's, let's get busy doing something. He had an unwise situation. Guys, he was out of place. Hey, guys. Do you find yourself being out of place? Hey, guys, when school's over, are you following the friends that you know are going to lead you into trouble? That's out of place. You know you don't belong there. You know you don't. You know you don't. Do you turn on those channels that you know there's going to be some junk that pops up pretty soon? You're out of place. David was out of place. You know why he fell into sin? Because he was out of place in the, in the in the beginning of it. He had an unwise situation. He shouldn't have been there. He, he positioned himself to be set up for trouble. Guys, 
If you're, if you're plopped on your couch and you have the junky channels on, don't be surprised when something junky comes on the screen. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. When you're listening to trashy music, don't be surprised when some filth comes out of it. People, oh my goodness, I wasn't expecting that. I was just listening to the beat. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. I didn't know they cussed 42 times in that song, Ethan. Are you really surprised? Come on. We, we lie to ourselves a lot. I mean, I mean, guys, I know that woman was barely dressed on that, on that TV show I was watching, but I didn't expect to get a bad thought because of it. Really? 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 Are you Superman? Like, come on, stop it. We do lie to ourselves a lot. And David thought he can handle this. He had an unwise situation. Let me give you one more. Verse number two. Came to pass in an even tide that David arose from off his bed. He should have been going to sleep. He's getting out of bed. That's a whole different message for a different day. And he walked upon the roof of the king's house. He wants to get some fresh air. And from the roof, he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. Oh, snap, right? Wow. Guys, he was where he shouldn't have been. He should have been out on the battlefield. George, if he was out on the battlefield, this never would have taken place. He was out of place. Okay, guys, are you out of place? Hey, every day when you wake up, you know where your place is? Read the word of God and pray. Are you in your place? When it's church time, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, are you in your place? When it's visiting time, are you in your place? When it's school, are you in your place? You know, if we just do what we're supposed to do a lot of times, we'll keep ourselves out of the opportunity to fall. Number two, though, after he had an unwise situation, there was an unexpected sight. Guys, can I tell you? David did not plan for this. George, he didn't say, you know what, if I stayed home and I get up at this certain time of the night, I know that lady always, no, I don't believe all that. I really don't. I really don't. I think he walked out there. He's just not thinking. He just turns his brain off. I'm just going to go get some fresh air. And guys, out of nowhere, the devil's saying, I'm ready to take you down, buddy. There was an unexpected sight. He was out of place. You've heard me preach before. He was chilling in his Christian life. He wasn't aggressive. He wasn't, he wasn't seeking God like he had before. He wasn't on the front lines doing what he needed to do. He got lazy. And then he's out there, guys. And out of nowhere, the devil came with a bazooka to blow up David's life. And David wasn't ready for it. Guys, there was an unexpected sight. I don't believe he planned for this. I don't believe he was ready for this. I don't believe he had schemed and, and plotted and thought his way around this thing. I think he walked out there just not thinking about much of anything. And bam, the devil came with a wrecking ball to blow up his life. Guys, when we are lazy in our Christian lives, I believe that's when the devil is coming at us the strongest. Because he said, he's weak, he's weak, he's weak. This is my opportunity. Let's go for the kill shot right now. Bam. Hey, guys, you know in football, Fernando plays football, and all of us probably watch it. Hey, guys, when a team's weak, when they're backing up, when they're on the heels, the other team doesn't say, oh, let's call a timeout and see what they do. No, you go for the kill right then because you can win the game right then. Hey, guys, the devil's saying, I can, I can blow his life up right now. The unwise situating and the unexpected sight, he didn't plan for this. Hey, guys, let me shut it down right there. But... The devil doesn't tell you that it leads to devastation. At this moment right here, what is he saying? David, look at this. Look at the pleasure. David, look at the attraction. Come on, David. It's all right here for you, man. You can do it. You're the king. Where does it lead to? It leads to depression. You wouldn't ever think that. You wouldn't ever think that. But how often, George, I think you were talking about, how often nowadays people mess around, 
teenagers, drugs, drinking, immorality, all this kind of stuff. Where does it lead to? Where does it lead to? Doesn't that, a lot of them, it leads to depression. It leads to they're taking medication now. They're, they're talking to psychiatrists, right? I'm not belittling anybody that needs those things. But you know what, guys? The devil doesn't tell you it leads to depression. He doesn't tell you a whole lot of things. Adam, what did the devil leave out? Man, he didn't tell me it was going to lead to devastation. I followed my wife into sin, and look what all this trouble has caused. All this trouble has caused. Samson, what did the devil leave out to you? He left out that it would lead to defeat. Guys, your Christian life can be defeated by this. David, I know we just started into this, but David, what did the devil leave out to you? He didn't tell me it was going to lead to depression. And guys, I just barely started into the story. You know what the rest of it's going to, the direction that the rest of it's going to go? And then finally he gets right with God. It goes way down here. We got a lot more to go, but I'm out of time, you know? Hey guys, what the devil doesn't tell you, he leaves out a whole lot. Hey, when he comes at you this week, don't fall for it. Say, no, I know the end of the story. It didn't work out. It didn't work out for Adam. It didn't work out for Samson. It didn't work out for David. Do you really think it's going to work out for you? It didn't give them joy. It gave them misery. Do you really think it's going to give you joy? It ruined their lives. It didn't give them fulfillment. Do you really think it's going to give fulfillment to you or me? No, guys. We got to be honest about this. And we got to say, hey, the devil didn't tell me that. But thank God, God told me. And he gave me the advance warning. And I'm not going to listen when the devil comes my way. Let's bow our heads.